Next week we will start in a new series called Amazing Grace. So to end this series we have a very special speaker tonight. He is the founder of the largest church in Cambodia. And he has been an inspiration and the church that he leads. And uh, you could always say, like uh, my father in Cambodia. So please welcome uh, Chuck to preach to us tonight. Good evening. Are you well and happy this evening? God is good. Amen. My name is Chuck McCall. I'm uh, American. I've lived in Cambodia about 15 years. I came to Cambodia in 1995 to Phnom Penh. My wife and I and four children. We came to bring the good news of Jesus Christ to Cambodia. So we have a church, we have an NGO, we do a lot of education and development. But the most important thing is for Cambodians to have the opportunity to know Jesus Christ. Our church in Phnom Penh uh, meets in three different locations five times every Sunday. Uh, we have more than 1,500 people that worship with us. And we, most of our church is under 30 years old. When we started in 1995, the Cambodian young people who came to us were poor. Uh, they had no jobs. They had no skills. They had no hope. But as they believe, began to believe on Jesus Christ and began to uh, order their life according to the word of God, their life changed. Now most of them have jobs. They have a family. They uh, have many of them have land and they have a house or a villa. And they have money in the bank. This is the result of their faith in Jesus Christ. This is what Jesus Christ does 
when we receive him into our life. This is what Jesus Christ does when a nation receives him into their nation. He brings positive change. I want to talk to you tonight about Jesus, our confidence. There is no one who has ever lived on this earth who's like Jesus Christ. Many uh, popular leaders in history, there are many religious leaders in history, but nobody is compared to Jesus Christ. He's different from every other religious leader. He's different from every other political leader. Jesus is the God of the universe. He created everything we see and everything we don't see. He's the beginning of everything. And Jesus left heaven and came to earth. And he lived on this earth for 33 and a half years as a man. And he gave his life as a sacrifice. Because of our sins. Jesus received judgment because of us. And so he died. Our sins fell upon him. And three days later, Jesus rose from the dead. And 40 days after that, Jesus returned to heaven. And so Jesus came from heaven to earth, and he went from heaven, from earth, back to heaven. He did this so that when we believe in him, and we die, we can go to heaven with him. Jesus was 100% God and also 100% man. Jesus has all knowledge, all wisdom, and has all power. Jesus taught us many things about the ways of God. And Jesus taught us uh, one story that's interesting to us tonight. Jesus told us about uh, a man who lived in the city of Jerusalem in Israel and he was traveling to another city in Jerusalem named Jericho. And it's about 27 kilometers that he had to travel. He, he didn't have a moto. You think he probably had to walk. And uh, as he was uh, walking along the road, some thieves attacked him and beat him up. 
and they took his clothes and took all of his possessions and they left him on the side of the road supposing that he was dead how many here have ever been robbed by a thief? Yeah, I have many times in Cambodia. So while he was laying on the road, uh, a man came walking down the road. This man was a priest. He's like a monk that was walking along the road. Or like a pastor who was walking along the road. And the, uh, the priest he saw the man on the road. He said, oh, it's a very difficult situation for that guy. He doesn't have any clothes. This is blood. Very difficult. But uh, I'm busy right now. I need to go to a meeting. And so he left the man on the road. So another man came down the road. And this man was like an uh, acha in the in the what? He's like a, a like a helper in the temple. Or like a, a helper in the church. And so uh, he walked along and he saw the man on the road. Very difficult situation there. blood. I'm afraid of ghosts, so I need to get out of here. He left him. So a third man came by. Now, the man on the road was Jewish. He was a Jew, Jewish man from Israel. And the third man that came by, he was uh, from the, a region called Samaria. And the Samaritans and the Jews, they didn't get along together. Similar to Cambodians and Vietnam. Sometimes don't get along together. And so the, the Vietnamese saw the Cambodian on the road. Said, oh, a very difficult situation ah, for that guy. Oh, but he had pity on him. And so he reached out and he helped the man. He washed his wounds and he put bandages on him. And the, and the Vietnamese put the Cambodian on his remote and took him to the Ptia Samnak, the guest house. Yeah. And uh, he said, here, you stay here. I will pay for your food. I will pay for your room. I will buy new clothes for you. I will take care of everything for you. And so you stay as long as you want. I want to ask you two questions. 
After the man was beaten by the thieves, he's laying on the road. How do you think he felt? You think he was happy? <laughs> no, you think he was sad? You think he was afraid? You think maybe I'm going to die and I'm never going to see my family again. And then he saw, he saw the religious men walk by. Well, these are religious men, they're saying the religion is me. Laying on the road, and maybe he opens his eyes and, oh yeah, they're going to help me. But they walked by, they didn't help. How do you think the Samaritan felt after he helped the Jewish man? He felt happy, he felt good, he felt satisfied, something on the inside. When we help people, we feel good on the inside, we feel peace on the inside, joy. I want to try to summarize uh, the main points from this story. The big point is uh, this story is an example of all of mankind and the one true God. All of us are like the man on the side of the road. Every person in here has, has been hurt by someone. Many people in here have been rejected by others, rejected by their parents, rejected by their brothers and sisters. Many people have been abused. They've, uh, they've been abused sexually, they've been abused emotionally, they've been spoken harsh words to them. And so we hurt on the inside. Like this man on the side of the road. And the Samaritan is like God. Some people say that Jesus is a foreign God and Christianity is a foreign religion. That's not true. Jesus is Asian. Like Cambodians are Asian, same. Yeah, same, same, but different. Huh? <laughs> but, but the Samaritan was a different nationality. But he came to help. Sometimes we need help from outside. Sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we lack. We lack knowledge. I want to tell you, I've been in Cambodia for 20 years. And I can tell you this, 
the God who created the universe loves the Cambodian people. That's why he sent Pastor N.D. and his wife to see him read. He loves you so much, he has brought someone into your life to tell you the good news of Jesus Christ. And, and Jesus wants to heal you in your spirit, your soul, and your body. Jesus shows us in this story that we need to reach out to help other people. Tomorrow, Monday, some of you are going to go to school. Some will go to work. Some will go to the market. Some will be at your house. I believe that tomorrow, God is going to show you someone that needs help. It might be someone in your family. It might be a neighbor. It might be a, a student or someone who works with you. It might be a beggar along the road or someone in the market or a child. It might be a grandmother. God will bring someone into your life. He wants you to help them. This is the character of Christians. When we believe in Jesus, He puts His love in our heart and we want to help others. Jesus shows us in this story that everybody needs love. How many people need love? Raise your hand. Come on, everybody raise your hand because everybody needs love. Everybody needs a look. Everybody needs a smile. Do you know that when you smile at someone, they smile back every time, I guarantee. When you look at someone and you smile at them, even they're sad, they're angry, they smile back. We need to show God's love by looking at people and smiling at people. Everybody needs a word of encouragement. I know the Cambodian culture. And I can say that for most of you Cambodians, your parents did not speak words of encouragement to you. Most Cambodian parents, they don't know because their mother and father never spoke words of encouragement to them either. I watch it every day on the street, in the marketplace, in my neighborhood. They, uh, they curse, they blame, they speak things that hurt the child. 
ដូច្នេះខ្ញុំបានឃើញជារៀងរត់ថ្ងៃនោះដល់តាមផ្សារគេជេរសេរីបន្ទោសដាក់ Amen. Everybody needs Amen. a look. Everybody needs a smile. Everybody needs a word of encouragement. And everybody needs a touch. Now, it's not Cambodian culture to hug. But it's Christian culture to hug. <laughs> How do you feel when someone hugs you? We love it. Somebody loves me. Someone cares for me. And oh. so they, they touch me. Okay, but we have no boy and girl hugging. Only girl and girl and only boy and boy. And girl. <laughs> At the beginning of this story, there was a man who asked Jesus uh, a question. And so Jesus answered his question by telling the story. The question the man asked, he said, What must I do to receive eternal life? This is a good question. Because everybody's going to die. What must we do to receive eternal life? Jesus said, do two things. Love the one true God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your soul, and all of your strength. And love other people like you love yourselves. And you will receive eternal life. So two things are important. Love the one true God with all of our heart. And love other people. I want to conclude with this. Uh, there's one true God who created everything. There's, there's not many gods. There's not a god for Switzerland. There's not a god for uh, England. There's not a god for Thailand and Cambodia. There's not many gods. There's only one god. And this god knows your heart. He knows everything. He knows what's going on in the dark back there. I can't see you. It's dark. I don't know if you're playing with your phone or if you're sleeping. I can't see. But God knows. And He, he knows our heart. And he knows the pain in our heart. You know, the Cambodian people are the smiling people. 
And so very friendly people. So everywhere I go, the Cambodian people welcome me, they smile, they're friendly. But you know, sometimes what we see on the outside is different from the inside. Sometimes we smile on the outside, but we cry on the inside. Sometimes in our heart we have fear about the future. Sometimes in our heart we have no hope for the future. Sometimes in our heart we're ashamed. Jesus knows your heart. And He wants to heal your heart. He wants to help you to know Him and to receive His grace. I can guarantee this. I've been a Christian for 40 years now. And I can tell you this. I can guarantee God has planned a good future for you. But you have to know Him. You have to believe in Him and follow Him to get the good future. Right now, Jesus is standing at the door of your heart. And He's knocking on the door of your heart. He's asking, can I come in? Can I come into your life? Can I help you to know me? Can I lead you into a good future? But we have to answer. That if you come to my house and knock on my door, I have to open the door. You have to make a decision. Will you receive Jesus into your life or will you close the door? Jesus is asking you two questions tonight. Will you believe in me? Jesus is asking, will you believe in me? Will you believe that I am the one true God? Will you believe I love you? Will you believe that I died because of your sins? And the second question is this. Will you show my love to other people? When I bring people into your life, will you show my love to them for me? Thank you for listening. We hope you have been inspired and challenged. To find out more about ICF, visit our website. Or find us on SoundCloud or Facebook. We don't want to end without giving you the opportunity to ask Jesus into your life.
This will be the greatest decision you will ever make. You can say these words after me. Jesus, I want to know you. Forgive me all my sins. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Thank you that you love me no matter what. I want to follow you. God bless you.